Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. We're back. Hi Jeff. We're on schedule. This is Hello, two Jeffrey. in a row. We've had, we've had some this is pretty <laughs> this is pretty good. Uh this is a pretty good trend. Two yeah. two episodes releasing on time um is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Our guest is exciting. You know, it's it's funny. I'm uh, I was thinking about this before we started recording that um you know, our guest is going to have as many national titles as he does guest appearances on this podcast. And I'm not sure which is more exciting, but I, I want to get his take on it. Rob Holland's back. How's it going, guys? What's up? What's Rob? up? <laughs> not much. Good to be here. <laughs> so is is this getting more exciting than than national championships? I'm I'm really curious. Going on the podcast? Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start putting it on my rudder. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, please do it. That's really how funny. much do we have to pay for that? Uh millions. Sixth appearance on Tuesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'd be like um Austin 316. It'd just be FCS 10, yes. whatever today's date is, 10 11. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's that's worth that's worth that I think that's worth throwing a couple bucks at, Jeff. We need to we need to get with the advertising team on this and yeah. Make it happen. Well now, well now that I'm Rob's teammate, technically I get half of whatever he gets, right, Rob? <laughs> That's <laughs> the way it works. <laughs> yeah. Do you get a ninth? Rob's like, just go get me water, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hold my umbrella, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gladly, I will gladly do that. <laughs> How crazy is that? Yeah. Has that sunk in yet for you, Jeff? Um, not really. I mean, it's just it's. It's crazy. I don't know how else to sum it up, but um, I don't know. Not I want to talk so much about nationals and um, Shad again. You know, Shad, an amazing job he did, and I don't know. We can just get into it now. But Rob, the biggest takeaway that I had at nationals was the environment there was just so so friendly. Like everything was just such a positive feel. You know what I mean? It wasn't sterile. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was. It was fun. There was stuff to do. Um, People pretty much hung out together. It wasn't everybody in their little camp. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great. Yeah, that's what I remember yeah. last year, right? Was it last year? And it was like everybody, it was just not to use the term clicky, but well, you were there too. Mark. It, did, it was like everybody it definitely kinda... was. I'll, I'll use it. It was clicky. And I'm not, not, not that it was negative, but I mean, it's hard, dude. Every, uh, even local contest, you know, you kind of have the group that's like really close, you know, and it's not that they're being, exclusive or being mean or anybody's doing, I mean, there might be some people that are doing it, uh, you know, um, deliberately, but there's definitely, uh, I, I definitely noticed a few people, I won't call them out, but you know, they, they're in their, uh, they're on their own and they want to be on their own and that's fine. And then there's, yeah. you know, the, 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 uh, I guess the geographical groups that you kind of notice a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's always going to be that people have their group of friends that they hang out with, but yeah. it was just, I don't know. Nationals this year just had this like feeling that like everybody wanted to be there. Everybody was there to generally kind of try to help each other. 
Um, yeah. They were there for each other. You know, we had the barbecue. Um, we had a question and answer with um, the sportsman primary guys with me and Jim. Um, oh, how fun. It, yeah, it was just, it was fun. It was just, it was just an overall fun nationals. There was no tension. There was no controversy. There was, it was just good. It was just, it felt exactly the way it should feel. I'm, I'm curious what, you know, I, I'm not, this isn't to stir drama or bring up past nationals or anything like that, or, or past CDs or uh, people individually, but do you attribute it to somebody like Shad being the CD and, and maybe uh, driving a cultural difference uh, or a, maybe a cultural uh, uh, scent to the air, so to speak, or is it moving, you know, um, with uh, what, what was that? Uh, 2021 being kind of a, a, a drama ridden uh, or drama fueled um, nationals, I guess, relatively speaking, moving away from that. Are we just kind of seeing a shift away from that? Um, is it, is it old guard moving away? What, what would you attribute it to? I think it's honestly a little bit of all of that. I mean, Shadow obviously did a great job. It was just it was just a well-run Nationals. Um, but I think, I mean, honestly, I think people are just kind of tired of the drama. They just want to fly. You know, that's what we're there for. We're there to fly and to fly well. And, you know, it doesn't need to be clicky and drama in this group against that group. And I think, hopefully, it just, you know, that stuff from the past, it's, it's time has just run its course. Yeah, we're just yeah. moving on and, and having a good time. Yeah, I think Lee from Hangar uh, 45, or is it 145? 145. Uh, 145. Um, the videos he was doing, you know, the, the serious ones and then the funny ones, you know, it was a good mix of, you know, um, why we're there. And, you know, for the most part, everybody, you know, loves the sport. And I mean, how often, you know, Mark or Rob, you, you never get to really meet people outside of, you know, flying that kind of share the same passion. So it's fun to be engulfed with the same people and um, this and that. And, you know, I just got a kick out of, especially the college teams that like the college teams this year were so eager to help out and get to know everybody. It was just, I don't know. It was really interesting, the dynamic of different age groups and backgrounds and how there was, I mean, I, I didn't hear any knock on wood, um, any drama. Did you? Besides me oh. picking one every single time. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> no, and <laughs> and the college teams are great. Like, I mean, I got you know, we, I got there with um you, Jeff, and everybody else. And um, you know, a bunch of the MCU as M- MSU, MSU students were there asking if they can like help carry stuff back to the hangar. And I mean, they were just great. They were helpful. I mean, yeah. Anytime anything needed to be done, they were like first in line to help out and set up chairs or tables or what yeah, they were just they were awesome. Yeah, it's that got to be so cool. refreshing, you know, because it all these contests seem to be, you know, they're we and we've made the run. I've at least I have made the the joke over the years, you know, they're all they're all always in hot and crappy places, um, but it, that could easily turn somebody into a little bit of a curmudgeon or or you know, um, drama, age, stress, whatever, all those pressures, you know, kind of culminate into um, maybe somebody's attitude at a contest or or anywhere yeah. for that matter, uh, but to have um, you know, the college teams, I remember them being super, super nice uh, when I went um, the year prior and it's refreshing. It's super refreshing. No, it makes you want to get involved. Like, I don't know. I left nationals um, wanting to really try to contribute and get involved for next year, you know, in whatever capacity that, you know, Shad or the IC will allow me. Um, But uh, I love it. I love it. Definitely. on the And Salina, 
Kansas, you know, um, people not from the Midwest or whatever, it's an extremely built up city. Uh, so it's not by any means well, in the middle of nowhere. Let's not get carried away about extreme. No, it is. <laughs> let's not, let's right? not get it's, you know, they they have everything you actually need. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Walmart. Walmart. Well, Mark's Taco first Bell. contest is going to be a glider contest at nationals. <laughs> they have a they have a, a gas station, a 7-Eleven, an Applebee's, and a Walmart. And probably they a 7-Eleven. But they got a lot more than that, but yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, yeah. it's true. It's it's not a There's it's so not mean, a bad Mark. place. What so well, mean. I guess here's what I'll say. Um, I'm I'm already gonna start the 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 ish talking early. Is that that you know Salina is a fantastic spot for nationals. It's probably where they should have had advanced worlds. I'll just say that. Ooh. Um, the, um I think the only issue with that'd be wins. Because with when you fly see oh, the level events, there are wind limits. So I think it's 12 meters it, per 20, second. 12 meters per second. How who who measures it? God, Siva. Just it's, I think it's, it's a, like it's like 23 or 24 knots. Yeah, yeah. So well, that, that's Siva. that's the tough part. Gene, this time of year probably won't have that issue. What they will have is a density altitude potential. Um, yep. I'm worried about that because it's mm-hmm. what five thousand feet. Um, I think. I think the field elevation? No, no. D- uh, density altitude for SIVA. Oh, there's no limits anymore. Oh, is there not? I thought. Nope. Okay. Oh, as man, far as I, 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 I could be wrong, but as I, last time I checked, I thought there was no limits, but somebody fact checked me on that. Yeah, that's kind of a good segue um, to get into that a little bit. Have you been following up with who's coming, or there hasn't really been a lot of public, excuse me, knowledge of uh, of the advanced worlds coming up, like who's coming and and what's going on? We've been hearing some scuttlebug that yeah. um, it's a little, a couple things aren't really tidied up yet. You know, some people aren't there. <laughs> but um, have you heard anything, Rob, with uh, or anything you can can kind of? I actually, I actually haven't heard a lot. I've been so busy with other things. Um, but I mean, I guess they have like sixty-five pilots registered, so that's really good. I mean, that's be, huge. I mean, if they got more than fifty, that's that's a really good turnout. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It's you know, I mean, you you want to show up at a world championship, and obviously everybody wants like the niceties and this and that and the exciting stuff and the stuff to do. But at the end of the day, you're just there to fly, right? right. You're there to fly, and you're there to, to you know, decide who's going to be the world champion. So, you know, if everything isn't completely aligned right now, I mean, they're still going to fly. They're still going to have a championship. They're still going to pick the winner and, you know, hopefully it'll be a successful championship. Everything else beyond that, I mean, that's just icing on the cake. Yeah. So I, th- I think they'll do okay. I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty easy to stand on the outside and start judging something that hasn't happened yet. That's true. Do you look, do you look back on your world champion when you were world advanced champion? That's pretty. That's freaking wild to say. Champion. <laughs> Do you look? <laughs> is that one of your? Uh, uh, I don't want to say best wins or whatever, but is that in your top three or top five as far as uh, proud of? I don't know what the, how to how to word it, but you know what I mean. Like out of all the things on your tail, um, is that one of the top ones that you kind of hold dear to your heart? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool, especially being on a home turf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this this sounds this sounds so weird. I don't want this to sound I don't know, anything other than just semi funny, but the only bummer about that was like I never actually won a national championship in advanced. And after winning the worlds in advanced, I 
I felt like I couldn't go back to oh nationals and fly advanced again. So I moved up to a limited right after that. So I never got an advanced national champion. So technically <laughs> I, I'm better than you at something. <laughs> you oh have an accolade God. above Rob Holland. I'm not even going to, I don't even, I didn't put it on my tail, but what I might put on my tail is, is 20. Well, maybe the start of the IC up until now, uh, advanced national champion dish, not Rob Holland. <laughs> there you go <laughs> on the back yeah oh man can you imagine the chaos that would ensue if you signed up for advance just to check off that box at national people <laughs> mutiny no this yeah, would be a mutiny there, there'd be a mutiny i think Gullian would, Gullian would fly over in his new tripacer cub <laughs> and, and just drop just flower bomb your airplane the whole time <laughs> Which is equally worse because you're getting bombed by a cub with a nose wheel. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that? What is Mikey G doing? I mean, is is that really Mikey G or is he like an alien that all these conspiracies like Alex Jones and everything? It's really not Mike G. It's just he's you know he's one he's slowly converting everything that he flies to be more serious like. Oh, you're right. Just watch that 330 SC's gonna have a nose wheel on it by next season. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> What would I do if that happened? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I hope he's listening right now. They call it the three thirty ND nose dragger. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, the Don's just gonna stop doing his hair. He's gonna have like shaggy hair, Birkenstocks, baggy pants, and like a hipster tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> just completely different. <laughs> Shit. I love it. I love it. Oh, that, yeah, we love he, you, Mike. Mikey's in all, he he just flies everything. He's in all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't talked to him in a while. He he didn't he didn't come to this nationals. Um did David Martin come? Uh, no, he wasn't there. Yeah. No, I didn't see Dave Martin. Um Goody was there. I had a total I, I think everybody knows. Oh uh, Jeff, we know Goody was there. Okay. We know all about you and Goody. We we yeah. saw we it was well publicized. Yeah. Yeah. Um who else? Who else is there, Rob? That that didn't fly, but is kind of um, like a big part of the IC. Not really. Maybe next year we'll work on that. Yeah, it was pretty much mostly just people there to fly. It'd be cool to get like Patty there, or um, yeah, obviously David Martin, uh, Michael Rossi. I never met him, never spoke to him, but always like been a big fan of him. <laughs> um, who else? Uh, who else am I missing from the '90s era? Kirby, be cool to get Kirby there. That'd be um, really, really fun. Yeah, be cool to get Mark Pollard to fly a contest there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what, what would it take you to to go, Mark? We I get we 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 ask this every episode. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Maybe honestly, uh, maybe things. You know, it was it was really hard to even think about the extra and flying aerobatics during um, this long footprint of training for the 737. Now that that's cleared, uh, Rob and I were just talking while you were uh, resetting your mic. Like it's, it's been nice not to plan things. I still want to do things, but it's been nice not to have like all this stuff on the calendar months in advance. Now that I don't have that, the stress and the pressure are kind of coming down that maybe I will, you know, Maybe I will go to nationals next year and, and fly. I don't know. Um, oh, that'd, that'd be, be cool. Exciting. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cause don't cause, tell anybody just show up. And then I would like intimidate your whole category. <laughs> I don't think it's going to intimidate anybody. <laughs> like, who's this asshole? You're really good. You're really good. I don't know about that, but thank you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I Rob, I'm curious about, so, you know, speaking of competing and, and um, you know, you're, you're pretty good. So I, I'm curious uh, <laughs> at your thoughts, just watching you're not, too bad. You know, you're, you're not too shabby. Um, there was feed issues, but um, just from from the the kind of layperson view, I was telling Jeff this that I thought the flying looked in most categories. Uh, I, I'll just say every category looked better. It looked really good this year. What were your thoughts on the flying in general this year? Um, maybe over the previous years, or just what what was your overall impression of the flying this year? I thought it, I thought overall it was pretty good. Um... I mean, there were some players that weren't there just because of like time constraints and um, especially in advance because advance, you know, yeah, they got the world's coming up shortly and you know, whatever the circumstances are. But no, I thought the flying was really good. Uh, what stood out to me, and this is stuff I, you know, I've kind of harped on a lot, is it just seems like there's two types of pilots there's those pilots that know where to place the figures and how to put them there, and then there's those pilots that don't, right? And in, and the pilots that fly the figures really well but don't put them in the right place or they don't know how to handle the wind the scores reflect it you know and the, the pilots yeah. that know where to put the stuff and how to handle the wind and how to you know present stuff best as they can they got rewarded for it yeah and i, so, I feel like can't really last up on video either well and last year we the the wind wasn't really in contention until what the last day i don't know yeah. i don't even know if the wind was it, i know the temperature changed but this year it seemed like several like the last three or four days the wind was was a significant um influence on the flying oh there's definitely a lot of wind and you look at some of the the free knowns people picked and like you look at the forecast for the wind coming up you're like i don't know if i would necessarily pick that sequence <laughs> i don't know why some yeah. people picked to fly what they picked but yeah but there's their choice fly first and kind of have to figure out the winds that way <laughs> Thank you, thank you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Well, we no, talked about this. I'm we talked about this. Any other limited pilot would have been able to figure it out. <laughs> figure well, it out. <laughs> and it comes, it comes down to you know, Rob. You've said this before of of just you know the lack of of kind of training wind into the the I guess the the, the wind not component literally, but that that element into flying is just not done here like it is in other countries like France. And yeah, not even a win, it's just positioning in general. You know, like there was all that controversy at the beginning of the year about the sportsman sequence. And what's funny is, you know, as soon as people started flying the sequence, nobody complained about it anymore. But that's fair. Yeah. You know, what, one of the reasons <laughs> it was designed that way is because it that sequence literally rewards you for putting stuff in the right place and it punishes you, punishes you for not putting stuff in the right place. Yeah. Right. So it's a way hopefully early on in your training when you start flying sportsmen to really start thinking about positioning to put things where they're supposed to be so you can get through the sequence properly and not be flying outside the box um but yeah i i, I don't you know you, you jim was talking about this you know there's the system in in france and they're kind of taken by the hand from the very beginning and there's there's a way to teach people to fly and that's yeah. what they do over there. And here, I mean, literally like 90% of the pilots here, we're all just trying to figure it out ourselves, right? Without yeah, someone actually showing us the ropes or handing us the playbook of how things are supposed to be done. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, what would be really neat is to have like a, 
an online, uh, what do you call those, uh, conferences or whatever, you know, for the sequences where maybe somebody like you or Jim or uh, somebody who's well-versed to go through the sequence in terms of where things should be placed and when and and like a seminar like an online seminar pretty much uh what do they they were doing those things with the iac through eaa for a while right remember yeah and just well the, the other problem is like how many people here in this country actually practice in a box i don't think that many uh, do i think they go out to the local airspace that's above 1500 feet that's away from the airways and it's legal and they practice yeah Right. There's not and a lot of so, there's not a lot of boxes that I mean like what Apple Valley it has yeah, one. Well, um, how do you how do you really practice positioning if you can't fly in a box? And this is this right. isn't a rag on people. This is just the reality no. of flying in this country. Mm -hmm. It's tough. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because even critique the, days, uh, you know, practice days though, which is good news. Yeah, not enough, but um, there definitely has been an uptick in practice days. Yep, and that's but great. But even like. More of it. But even like those practice days or critique days, like across the country, how many of those are done in a box outside of, you know, Union City, Tennessee, or, you know, you, you just, I guess you just get a box where you can, but there, there is just, that's another problem in this country. There's, there's not a lot of APAs. No. And it's hard to get. No, it's definitely, yep. Uh, well, I don't think the APA necessarily was hard. I did mine and I'm in a pretty dense area. Um, He's kind of got to hold them by the hand and, and do all the work for them, which isn't a big deal. Um, but I think it kind of relies on not at the IAC head level, but more at the chapter level. Because if you look at IAC3 um, down in, where's that, Georgia? I mean, those guys are and girls are just doing a lot of stuff with their chapter and being active. I think it you know, it just matters getting like, the right leadership and and people that are eager you know, to have fun and going about it that way to, to try to increase it. Yeah. It does definitely come down to the chapter level. Cause, it, cause then you see like uh, with 38, um, they do practice days um, in basically where they, they, they don't, I mean, it's not, it's not a marked box when they do critique days, but essentially where the box is for the Tracy contest um, kind of use the same out general outline. But then again, how much are, and I don't, I just don't know this simply because I, I haven't been there to do one, but um, how much box placement emphasis are they, are they doing? Right. Or is it just figures? I don't know. And like, how, does that happen across the country like that, where the, the emphasis is, isn't how, how it looks in the box. It's just how the figures look. I don't know. Well, I think that's a subconscious thing where if figures not in the right spot, it's not going to present well, and it's just not going to score well. So I, I think presentation will always help you and bad presentation will always basically take some points away from you. Who, who were you training with Rob when you won your first unlimited nationals? Uh, nobody. Oh God. Well, yeah. All right. And that's our show guys. Yeah. No, well, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I woke up one I was, day. I was, I was, I was flying I work. The <laughs> no, I'm like, I, I stuck I, my I finger. Didn't, I, didn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't really have a formal coach. I had some people who would um, every now and then watch me and kind of help me out and give me some critiquing. Uh, Mike Stevenson back in the day, he helped quite a bit. Um, just it was just whoever get us. Yeah, he's a great guy. But whoever I could get to watch me, I get to watch me. But none of them were like really or bad at coaches. I mean, there's, there's a lot of value in critiquing, obviously, but it's not coaching. 
I didn't really start get like really coached until um 2014 when I first started working with Coco. Wow. So he was your first you real coach. Like, you were just at the airport picking up some grass, throwing it in the air, seeing which way the wind was, and just okay. Yeah, I mean I, I got kind of lucky. My 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 first world championship was in Sweden in 2004. And I um I went to nationals, I made the advanced team my my first time there. Um went to Sweden and it was just absolutely eye-opening watching the French and the Europeans fly and how they flew. And it just it clicked a light bulb for me like, "Aha, okay. So what we're doing over here is not going to work. I have to do that." So mm-hmm. it was a it it made me think about it a lot. I mean, it, getting proper coaching is a much better way to go. But experiencing that and seeing that and kind of changing my attitude to it's how to practice and how to fly. Um, I mean, that just helped a lot. So even though I didn't have people watching me, I was I was really trying to plan out the flights. I was trying to plan out positioning and and, and trying to think in those terms. So that's pretty. Yeah, wild. yeah. Getting to a world championships early in my career really really helped. I'm actually, I want to ask you about your first unlimited nationals that you won, but I'm trying to bring up the uh, results to see who you're competing against. Do you remember a lot of it? Um, A little bit, yeah. So what did you yeah. know? Yeah, there, 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 there was a lot of pilots there. Yeah, back, uh, well, when was that? That was, did you, did you have the date? That was, that was 2011. 2011, all right. <laughs> <laughs> did you just ask when the 2011 World Championship, um, National Championship yeah. was? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we do things here. Oh man, I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> when was that? Just trying to fill in. When okay, exactly so was that? There's 15 unlimited guys. Oh wow, you had some. You had some people to beat. Geez, so Goody, Racy, Rinker, Ramirez, Harvey, Celebrity, Grossman, Galloway, Tony Wood. Jeez, Louise. Um, oh God. So what what do you remember about it? Um, you know, uh, kind of uh, overall wise. Well, I just gotten back from the um, the worlds in two thousand. So I made the team in two thousand ten, and um, went to Italy in two thousand eleven for the World Championships, which I th- think was in August. And then you know, obviously, had trained up a lot for that. We had um, oh, that's right. I worked with Sergey Rachmanin a little bit preparing for that. The team did. Yeah, that was that was very very helpful. Um, yeah. So I just got back from the world, and I mean, I was kind of fresh and ready to go, and I just kept training and kept practicing, and went to nationals, and you know, tried to apply everything I learned over at Worlds, and it paid off. Were you already starting to work on the unlimited figures, and was the unlimited sequences like they are today? Would you consider those it harder back then than today, or easier? No, there was still um it was still at the SIVA level still a, a known a free and then free unknown format. We haven't changed the free knowns yet. Um right. The odd, and we the the, the, the United States we flew the SIVA knowns. So whatever SIVA came out with at the beginning of the year is unknown, that's what we flew over here. So we were flying the same thing. Okay. Which which yeah. I mean personally I think is better, but any push to get back to that? I think I've asked that before, but is there any push to get back to that? Well, I, I don't know. It's such a different format now because at the Worlds, it's a it's a free known. So it's like half freestyle, half known. They give you five figures that are chosen. You got to pick five other to make a sequence out of. So you have a 10, 
figure sequence, that's a free known. And then it's three free unknowns. So the format is completely different than it is over here. I, I mean, I think, I think it's better. I think it's actually a lot more fun. I think you get, I think all the sequences now are basically designed by you to best fit what you're flying. So I, I, I think it's advantageous for everyone to do it that way, but I don't think people over here see it that way. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I, I kind of like the free, the free uh, figure submit to do your own known sequence. Cause I mean, we saw it at nationals with, you know, some of the sequences that people were pumping out for the unknowns and some of them were just tailored a little bit better for certain aircraft. And, you know, um, I think it, it gives it, it gives the pilot, uh, you know, a fair chance, um, you know, for presentation and, and how to execute all the figures um, as best as they feel uh, fit. So um, the only thing I don't like is, and I've said this before is, you know, for instance, you know, you were winning and then if you come up with a free unknown to use, everybody else gets to use your playbook almost, you know, which in the beginning for me being unlimited, I, I love every bit of that, but I could see how that maybe can be a little frustrating, you know, when you're sitting on one. No, I don't mind that. It's, I mean, it's, it's almost better. You almost want people to fly your sequence because if they fly before you, you can watch and take notes and see what's working yeah. and what's not working. So it's, oh. I mean, it's to your advantage to have other people fly the sequence. Exactly. That's, that's what I was trying to say pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounded like it. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um, oh, that's cool. So gosh, so you, you won your first nationals in 2011. Haven't looked back. Um, do you, I, gosh, you got to send us a picture of your trophy room at this point. Um, or we got to come, FCS has to come visit it. Uh, was there any nationals that you can look back on and want a, to refly or change or anything that, you know, kind of stick, sticks out? Oh, I, it's, I mean, it was all, everything's been a process and a learning curve. I mean, I mean, I'd like to go back last year and not zero the roller. <laughs> That'd oh be nice. Um, <laughs> I did notice there was a, a big lack of rollers this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But no, it's. I mean, it's just it's just a constant journey, right? And you, yeah, you, it's just these steps, and you keep learning along the way. Um, you know, I I'd, I'd like to think that like me winning the nationals in 2011 and me winning now that me now would beat me in 2011. Oh, right? Like I'm not, I'm, I'm not the same pilot. Um, you know, That's fair. practicing my butt off and I'm keep trying to get better. And I, I'd hope that me this year would have beat me last year. Right. So well, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair. No, and you could, and, you... and, and for, and for everybody, I mean, everybody's improving. It shows that you can't rest on your laurels. I mean, you know, um, you and, and Bourbon were neck and neck. You know, the scores were really close. And Bourbon was flying yeah, his was ass off. Yeah. You know, uh, did you feel any pressure going into that uh, flight more so? Did it feel more of like a SIVA? Because when you're overseas, you know, competing against a team that's got depth and everything like that, you know, you can't you can't tone it down. And, uh, you know, Jeff was right there. Did it feel more SIVA-like at this Nationals compared to others? No. I... I you know, I've talked about this before, but I just, yeah. I don't let that stuff influence me or get to me. I just have to, I have to fly for myself, right? Like yeah. the the reason I'm doing this, the reason I've gone so long 
because I just I don't feel like I've gotten as good as I can get yet, right? And that's that's what I'm searching for. It's it's not relative to anybody else. If people start beating me, that's fine, right? But as long as I keep improving, that's where I want to keep going. I want to see where the the tip of that mountain is before I start going down the other side. Just yeah, like I I want to know where that is and how how good can can I get? So right. that's why I keep doing this. What do you, is there any particular figures that you're thinking about working on this winter that you think need work? I'm just like, what's um, it look for the winter? Is it just kind of take a chill pill and, and relax a little? No, those are world championships next year. So I want to start hitting it hard and start practicing early. Uh, three quarter outside flicks to the right. That's probably my weakness. Um, I do them right. okay, but I'm, I'm way better to the left. Left rotation or left pedal? Uh, I always go by rotation. So I'm, I'm better with left rotation than I am right rotation. I'm going to mm. try to put so many right flicks. I'll be working on them all next year. So hopefully uh, that, that's my like, thing to work on. Yeah. You're, I'm sure that your right rotation flicks, three quarter flicks out are, are just horrible at this point. I'm positive. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get this, shirts made. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much to work on for next year. I mean, all the changes to tap and see where you can have two snaps and a figure. Um, there's just there's just a lot more to to know and practice yeah. and to work on. Do you think you'll see opposing I, I, snaps on on the horizontal, like a, 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 like full snaps? Oh yeah, really? Oh, absolutely. Yep. Oh, that's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, we fun. had them this year. We were gonna have them this year. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's um, gonna be fun. Yeah, I picked the perfect time to step up to unlimited. This is. <laughs> great <laughs> i love it <laughs> now i'm having a lot of fun and honestly i gotta like almost say thank you to everybody in the category because if it was like a what like i've heard it's not been but if everybody was cold and not as welcoming and uh quote-unquote team-like i don't know if i would it would motivate me as much but i left there feeling extremely motivated i like that there was no drama amongst pilots like there's no mm -hmm. shit talking or anything like that. Everybody was happy for when people were doing good. Um, and everybody, you know, broke balls just enough to not be an asshole. Um, you know, when people kind of made boo-boos or whatever like that, it was, it was, um, I don't know. It was, it was really cool to see everybody, you know, just there to fly and everybody's you know, helping each other to win. Yeah. It was, cause that's what it's about. I mean, I don't know about you, Rob, but like, yeah, when you when you when it's your time to fly, you want to win. You know, I want to win, and I'm going to try as hard as I can. But you know, when I'm on the ground, I'm not looking at you know like Jim Burke and being like, oh God, I want to kick his ass. Like it's like it's not even not even a thought like that ever crossed my mind um, at all. And, did this um, come from? Did this did did that dynamic this year come from the fact that there were only nine entrants to Unlimited, so everybody kind of knew the team already? And and a little bit of that pressure of team selection was reduced. I don't think so because um, everybody in Unlimited is. And correct me if I'm wrong, Rob, but like everybody in Unlimited is put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into it, and and they want to do as well as they can, and 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 it's an extremely hard category. You got to concentrate a lot. So, um, I, don't just, I mean, I think the other thing is it just had really good quality people flying there this year. Yeah, yeah, you know, just they're just good people, and pe like people honestly want to help everybody along the way. I mean, everybody wants to win. Everyone wants, wants to do their best, but you know, everyone is watching everybody else walk and how you going to do this. Where you going to look on that? And you know, 
It was just it was yeah. very cordial. Mark, it was a lot of a lo- from last year. I was just going to say a, a lot of the fat was cut. It seems like, and I I hate to say it like that, um, and I don't mean that. And you know, hopefully people don't take offense to that, but it does. I I can see a big difference. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, and I mean that in multiple categories. I don't mean that just yeah. in the limited. Um, what I thought was cool was to see how noticeable in the advanced category. Um, it was crazy to see how noticeable it was the the, the international style of flying, the SIVA style of flying, uh, opposed to the you know regional IAC type of flying. It was to me, it was night and day. Uh, you could tell you know who was flying. You could put the, those people in the same airplane and you'd be able to pick it apart really simply. Yeah. Um, and that was really cool because it showed how hard those advanced pilots that are going to worlds or or at that level how how hard they train and 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 how much better you know things can look. And I got to give a shout out to Adam. I mean, Adam flew yeah. uh, this one flight. It was an unknown, and the man, last flight it was just it wasn't even it was it felt I don't know it was just it was, it was on really rails. It was lights out. Yeah, it, yeah, it, was. it was. And just, for how little seat time you had this year in that in the MX, yep. dude. Yep. Yeah, it was an out, it had to be an outer body experience for him. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, that was super fun to watch uh, from a live feed. I wish I was there to see it in person. It looked amazing. Oh, it was, yeah, no, it was awesome. It was definitely I mean, one he, of my favorite I, flights to watch. I mean, all three of his flights are great. I mean, even with a zero, he ended with like 80% total. So, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. crazy. You, yeah. you look at it, you look at the scores, you were like, oh, he he didn't he didn't zero. It's like, no, he did. The, the percentage yeah. of that last flight was just that high. Yeah. yeah. No, it was a really good flight. Lens flew good. Obviously, Britt flew, you know, amazing. And congrats to her for winning. Yeah, it's hard, man. When you're, when you, when you ace the first two flights or you do good and, and you're in the lead, it's, you know, it's, and you got people like Lentz and, and Adam nipping at your toe, your, your, your ass or whatever. Like, it's yeah. tough, man. It's really And tough. Mario. Mario man, flew. Mario oh my God. He flew, he flew yep. awesome. Mario. Yep. Yeah. Can't his flight, great. his flights this year were were night and day different from last year. And he's been working hard. He's, I mean, yeah. every camp we've had, he's come to. You know, traveling all the way up from Guatemala to do them. He's he's been working really hard. It shows. Yeah, that was in yeah. super impressive. Really, really yep. impressive uh, showing from him. I yep. thought more people from the advanced team were going to, but I, you know, it's so understandable that obviously why they weren't there. But uh, I, w- I, uh, I'm excited to see how they do, and and I would have liked to see. You know, Dunphy and and Marco and and some of those guys fly too because I know they've been working their asses off and yep. yeah, you know. it was cool to see what how big of a category it was even with all those people missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically had the team nine, missing nine, 19, 20 pilots or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. why you won't go to advance because you don't think you can win? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably, pro- probably couldn't. <laughs> Oh my god! You know that would be like the best revenge, though, for us with not powered. But if you get went to gliders and just started taking all their trophies away, that, you know. Mark? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but all no, their shout, propeller trophies. Sh- yeah, yeah shout exactly. out to the glider guy. We I, we're we're changed men now. We like gliders. They're uncanceled because of Shad. Shad yeah. single handedly saved gliders. Basically. Saved the nationals. Well, I'm yeah. sure a lot of other. I mean. You know, Alice and Meredith Rudd and all the volunteer, like obviously, oh, yeah, just shed. Uh, but oh, gosh, it was such a mark, it was such an amazing nationals, it really was. And you know, and it, like you could tell it's going to get a lot better every like, not that it wasn't bad, but it's got so much room to grow and, and they're headed in the right direction. 
Well, and, yeah. and we talked about this, you know, um, I, I was legitimately bummed that I wasn't there even just to hang out. And if, if I'm saying that other people are saying that, and you get a couple years of these where if you don't, if you're not there, you are literally missing out on something really, really, really fun. Even as a spectator, obviously if you're, if you're there, if you go every year, every year to fly and you just mit, you have an off year and you miss it and you can't fly there, you're going to be bummed. But if you're a volunteer or you're just a fan uh, of aerobatics and, or you fly uh, and you miss it, you're, and you're legitimately bummed that you missed it because everybody's saying how great it was. That's a really, really high marks. I mean, that's, that's what you want. That's what you want for, um, an event like this. Cause it is, you know, Rob is like Rob had a week off after, uh, you know, nationals. It's like, this is the culmination, but then he's got seven more air shows or six more air shows. And, you know, it's like for everybody else, that is the culmination. That's, that's the highlight of your aerobatic season is nationals for, for so many people. And to have, to, to have the FOMO, it, it really is an accolade to how well that contest was, was ran and, and, and how yeah. well it went. It's it's awesome. That's I love it. I'm happy that I that I'm sad I missed it because yeah. it's so easy to hear that it was a disaster. And okay, I'm glad I saved the airline ticket in the hotel. But no, I'm I'm yeah. legitimately bummed I missed it. Even yeah, the live streams. I mean, the they stepped yeah. up. I mean, they had some technical difficulties there at the end because of the wind and all that. But yeah. you know, you're watching. You had the ice logo and the nationals and the person's name who was flying and the person started off with some background on the actual pilot. I mean, it was just it was so well done. It looked. Yeah. It'll looked be. It'll. It'll probably be even better next year. Yeah, I love yeah, it. I, I like it. Commentators, but I'm not uh, say. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, the the commentary uh, needs to be. Uh, no, uh, no, uh, no, uh, no. Ish talking. Uh, you know, Jeff Granger and um, Jim Burke did a lot of it, and um, they were great, and uh, a yeah, few others yep. were, were fine. Um, there were. Every, it, it was just you know, it's content. You know, and um, if there hadn't been technical difficulties, it would have been. Um, I was pretty glued to it um, when when it was working, and I know a lot of other people were too. It was great. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I got I got was. text mess. I literally got text messages from people all over the world saying, "Hey, I just watched your flight," and blah 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 blah. So, oh no shit, people are definitely watching. Yeah, that's, that's how awesome. that's how it should be. Yeah, yeah, that's hey, how it should be. Some of these other sports on TV, it's like why not Aerobex? But um, just with the other thing with nationals that I would be nice to spread the good word about is, you know. Anybody at a regional level at, or a chapter should go out, try to go out there and get away for a day or two because some of the people like Olivier uh, Mazarel from Spain slash France was there. So I got to talk to him. Obviously, you were, out, you were there and everybody is super. There's so many amazing pilots. You know, Dagmar is there. Uh, Jim Burke is there. He just, you know, he's an MX dealer and everything like that. And um, it's just like so many cool people. Um, are there to talk and you can talk to anybody so to not be there you know and just hang out it's it's definitely worth the trip yeah oh absolutely you get to meet, yep. you get to meet your kind of your elected officials you get to meet you know some of your heroes obviously um it's it's awesome Good. i think Goody as sir. you do more of that it'll it'll kind of self-perpetuate and grow and grow and grow and um more people will start doing it and it'll feed itself uh into a huge event that's at least that's what i would love to see Yep. We got to figure this thing out though with Jeff Bourbon and and me Jeff having the same name because this is just it's not working very well. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll I don't know. I mean I I volunteered to go first and I lastly to try to help you out. 
Oh no, I didn't mean that. Like I meant like, um, well, that too, the, the curse of the Jeffs. But um, yeah. just you know, we I, we spoke about it on the last podcast because you know, for Jeff, it's not a big deal. But when you're hearing your name and how good you were flying, but it's not you, it's a <laughs> it's a letdown. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's a uh, constant reminder of your place <laughs> for the time being. <laughs> like imagine it, Mark. Imagine if uh, your name was Rob. And every and you just hear it through the back of your ear a little bit, like, "Oh, Rob, that was amazing." And you'd be, for a second, you'd be like, "Yeah," but then, like, <laughs> you, you just oh. hear somebody walk by. Jeff flew fucking lights out, and you're like, I "No, that's flown. literally oh, what I would hear." I swear on my life, that's some of the stuff I would hear, and it'd be like, "Oh, wait a second, <laughs> wait, huh?" <laughs> Thanks. Uh, uh. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, Gosh, what else with nationals? That wasn't. Oh, I'm I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious uh, to get your perspective on this, Rob. Uh, seeing this, the, the unlimited category this year being te- uh, a team selection year, were you surprised or relieved at the amount of um, people flying unlimited this year, flying for team selection? Um, were you surprised that it that there weren't more because you could have fielded t- twelve? Um, what are your I think it's a little bit too large, but I don't yeah. I don't know why they ended up with that number. That seems like a pretty big team. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of hard to field, but I would but imagine. Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. but what are your what are your uh, just it, I guess just some kind of general thoughts on on the unlimited category this year? Uh the team were any surprises, anything you wish you would have seen that that or people that were were wish you were there or wish that uh, you wished they were there and were not um any any kind well, of I mean, the, the, thoughts there's always that? some people you wish it like you know unfortunately celebrity had got covid so he wasn't there it would have been great to see him there and yeah have him get the opportunity to get on the team yeah um you know i think dumpy wanted to fly unlimited i think he's been doing some unlimited um, contests this year it'd be great to see him doing that but you know he had his schedule and he's been out of the country for a while so um, I understand why he wasn't there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's definitely people you'd like to see there, but I, I honestly, I think we got a pretty, I think we got a pretty solid team. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm really happy with the team. That's I, I think it's going to be good. Too. Yeah, I'm really pumped. I mean, you Bourbon and Goody, you know, goes without saying. And then AJ and Johnny are, gosh, those guys are just putting the work in. Um, yeah. And then you know, it's good for, yeah, you know, and Craig is. You know, he flies really sharp, but it's good for me because, you know, just to grow into the category and have, you know, six mentors, seven mentors to help me out at camps and everything like that, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm so glad you <laughs> decided to go for the team, maybe with a little bit of pressure, but I'm glad you did it. Can we talk about yeah. that, please? I yeah, want to well, I want to know when this happened. Uh, <laughs> was it during nationals? I want to know what day this kind of happened. It wasn't. It was at. It was in Seward. I'll never forget the moment. I had just gotten back from the local Walmart. <laughs> next to the Applebee's, next to the Seven yeah. Eleven. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm uh, <laughs> just kidding. You know, when seven foot tall, muscular Rob comes up to you and says, "You're going for the team, right?" You kind of don't have any other answer. <laughs> was he shirtless? <laughs> in my dream, he was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hope Jen's not listening. But <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm just gonna be that guy who's got crush on all the unlimited guys. Yeah, wacko, wacko. That's Jen. okay. That would be my new name. But no, um, no. Rob made a really a lot of good points about it, and 
you know, my main thing was, and I'm so glad it, it worked out this way is, you know, I want to do it and I, I see the value, but I want to do it as I want to be on a team. Like, you know, when everybody's together and, and you drink, you could push each other. And I think that's where the value is. And that's where I can possibly contribute a little bit at this stage. Um, and, you know, help myself grow, but also be there for teammates in a, maybe a different capacity. Uh, but major, you know, mainly to be a team. And um, I think that's where the, the, the fun aspect will also come with the two. And I think we have that more so, you know, everybody, Burbank, Goody, uh, Craig, AJ, everybody's so eager, yeah. you know, to get better and to train together. And gosh, I mean, it's, I just love the fact that everybody is not talking shit and anything, everybody's very open and, and honest. And um, I just, it's not going to wood, man. There's just, I hope it keeps going and there's just no drama and it's so refreshing, right, Rob? Like it's just so freaking refreshing to not have, Oh yeah. You know, these little BS clicks and bah, 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 that's going to make a cohesive know? team. Absolutely. And then for, on a personal level for you, I mean, if you come to all the camps and you're, you're with it, you're going to learn so much so fast. I mean, you're improving, your flying is going to improve and skyrocket over this next year. Yeah. Like yeah. tremendously. Just oh, your immer- total immersion. Yep. I can't Absolutely. wait. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I think like, I think I think for you personally, it's going to pay off really well. I think so too. Um, um, and even at nationals, and well, seaward, um, and you know that two weeks, what I did in two weeks compared to you know throughout the years, I it's so hard to you know anybody who's done training camps with with you, Rob, as as a trainer. Or, you know, uh, another, you say Coco um, understands it, but for people that have never done a camp and, and really don't, it's just so, the amount of value that you get out of a camp in three days, it's, it's, it saves you months, <laughs> months oh, of yeah. work. It saves you it's years, ridiculous. really. Because you yeah, you're not out there practicing yeah. the same mistakes over and over and over again. The first time you make the mistake, someone sees it and they tell you how to correct it. Yeah, I mean, Mark, it's just, do it camp. saves you so much money too. You would, you would not believe. I, I can't even. I, I mean, I'm putting it into words a little bit, but you, you leave there and you'd be like, "This is, this is." I would have paid more. Like I remember well, that, leaving my first camp and being like, "I would have paid more." Well, there's a little you know? bit like, um, you know, we've talked about this a ton on the podcast of just like, you know, uh, how, where do you derive motivation? You know, and what keeps you going and what, what keeps you interested and um, you know, yeah. Hanging out here and doing the same mistakes or just doing the same thing is it, you know, it's not very motivating. Uh, I could totally see camps being one uh, humbling, but two extremely motivating, you know, and and exciting too. Yeah. They sound like fun. Oh man. We, we had a, we had so many good stories. I mean, I'll tell one that nobody's going to laugh at because it's one of those heads you had to be there, but we, the AJ and Johnny had bought a barbecue. So we were barbecuing every day at in Seward, Nebraska. And it was you know, a lot of fun. And AJ's whenever I'm around him, you know, he grew up on Long Island, New York. So when I tend to bring the New York out of him, which is a lot of custom. And um, <laughs> Rob and I walked up to the grill and I forget what we were talking about. Then Rob was like, Hey, you might want to flip that burger. And AJ right away is like, don't tell me how to do my, my effing job. And then, I swear over my children, two sec, literally two seconds later, he flips the burger and it falls right between the grates onto the charcoal. 
<laughs> it was fucking classic. It was perfect. <laughs> you, couldn't have, you couldn't have planned it better. No. And he was like, he was like a little Pac-Man, like whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> <laughs> but like so many cool stories like that. And then like there was a giant spider that got into the hangar. And I never, you know, in the Northeast, we don't have those kind of things running around. It was a tarantula. And I think AJ no. like scared Coco. Coco like jumped out of his shorts pretty much at it. So like just a lot of little things like that. And it's, it's, um, oh gosh, it, it's, it creates so many good. That's the other parties, you know, you're there to work, but you're also there to you know, have fun, you know, obviously. And, and, and if you can do that while you're having fun, like that's like, that's the magic sauce, you know, yeah, the at shit, the end of the day, fun. cracking a beer or a drink or whatever like that. It's just, uh, it's cool. It's really cool, man. You just, you beat so many. It's you know I've met like my best friends through this sport, and everybody's all over the country. It's it's just incredible. Yep. And now now you're you're going to be signing signing chess at contests because you're an unlimited team member. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to show up at Oshkosh. I'm going to better practice. Yeah. Practice those autographs, dude. Meet and greet with the uh, <laughs> the lower <laughs> echelon. <laughs> <laughs> Meet the unlimited uh, team rookie. Yeah. <laughs> meet worse. Meet Diet Jeff. Diet Jeff. Better Jeff will be here later. <laughs> that would be cool. Oh, you know what, Rob? I actually I was I didn't even tell Mark this. I was I was waiting for the podcast to bring this up. Um what do you think for the four-minute free? Um what was my idea? It was something to do with gosh gosh. Um where the four-minute free. There's this either a secondary trophy or the trophy gets decided at Air Venture. So you so nationals would be a qualifier. So they would pick the top three or four. And then it would kind of be reminiscent of remember that what was the name of that? ACARS, the air show competition thing that was going on at some of the air shows, especially Oshkosh. Remember that? Yeah. Um, well, not to rain in a parade, but there's two things. One everything would have to be in the x-axis because you can't do y-axis stuff with a crowd at an air show right. and then the second thing is an air show waiver on a contest waiver so everyone flying the format would have to have a sack card yep, yep. what if we timed it <laughs> <laughs> we took down all the promotional pictures close the notum close the close the notum for four minutes everybody turn around <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's right y access um man that's yeah. y access rule yep. do they have that in europe too no oh gosh no they don't all right well well in some but some performers get to but do i mean it's, it's can. uh they have their limitations you you can you can direct energy at the crowd. You can't direct aerobatic energy at the crowd. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I mean, it's a bummer, but it's good. I mean, there hasn't been a spectator fatality at an actual air show here in like almost sixty years. Yeah, you can't yeah. say you can't say that for Europe. No, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. No, it's definitely a a, a good rule. Um, all right. Well, that that would take care of that. Yeah, that, that kills that idea. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Rob, I'm curious about something. Um, yeah. Th- this was a pretty exciting year, uh, just kind of looking at the, uh, uh, obviously, the pilot aspect of everything, which is what matters. Um, it's it's not to be cheesy and quote Top Gun, but it's 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 the uh, pilot, not the airplane, right? But 
three out of the five top five uh in unlimited were mx's yep um which is that that's exciting uh we're, we're kind of seeing mx's you know cropping up more and more uh mm-hmm. they're getting a bigger eye in europe um what what are your thoughts on on that overall as a as a kind of a, a world competition view you know um and and what honestly what the unlimited team looks like for whack right um i would imagine that steve probably won't go to whack is is that or do you think he will go i don't know i don't i don't want to speak for him i hope he does yeah so potentially uh multiple mx's or at least multiple mx pilots um you know going to be flying in in europe um is 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 it becoming more familiar on the world stage to see an mx i mean i think so i mean i've been flying in in front of judges since 2008 so it's yeah, not like was... they haven't been watching it fly odds flying one now um the south africans have flown them in the past um yeah i i think you're just gonna see more and more of them it's not like the judges don't know what they're looking at there's this new crazy thing they've never seen fly before so no, I, I think that's diluting the that... waters you know diluting the extra waters a little bit yeah no i think it's a good thing i think there needs to be competition i, I just i'd like to see more types of airplanes that whack in general i mean i think the more people are pushing these airplanes and more forces people to push these airplanes and you get better airplanes so yeah you know competition is good in that regard for sure yeah exactly exactly yeah but yeah no i don't i don't i don't see it as a hindrance at all to be honest with you I, i know some people claim that and say that but i just i don't see it that way you know i mean i I scored pretty well flying MXs in front of the judges. And when I didn't yeah. score well, it's because I screwed up. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it really isn't the airplane at that point. It, it really is the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Not a function of the airplane. Yep. Yeah. Um, we were talking about that at nationals where, you know, a lot of people want to speculate with judging and blah, 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 blah. But typically the top five or the top three, right, Rob, are usually the top, you know, they usually get the order pretty right. Yeah, they do. Although I would have liked to see line judges this year, but <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. we can cut that out. We can bleep that out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, and I'm, I'm, I'm I gotta be careful. I say this. I'm not trying to knock in our judges because we got great judges, and they've been judging a certain way for a long time. But they're just not the judges in the U.S. just don't judge presentation the way it should be judged. So upping the score for presentation doesn't compensate for not having line judges. Right. Cause you just, you're not getting penalized the way you would if you flew out of the box. Right. And at nationals yeah. this year, I mean, the rankings a hundred percent, I'm a hundred percent confident the rankings of a lot of the pilots would be completely different if we had line judges. Cause there were a lot of outs. Yeah. Well, it would have played a then much you, larger. And, role and then, they, yeah. With the win. Yeah. And then you look at the presentation scores, they get sevens, seven fives. Right. So, I mean, yeah. If 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 our judges were trained up to judge that stuff absolutely properly, kind of like the way they do in SIVA, and these people are getting twos for presentation for not being in the box, okay, I could see not having line judges. But yeah. if if we're not going to score a presentation appropriately, then you need something that's a little more definitive, like line judges. Yeah, you need a black and, and this, white. And the, if, and, yeah. yeah, and and the scores would be different. And championships have been determined by outs, so I mean, it does make a difference. Yeah. It's yeah, it's, um, yeah. I don't want to discuss this too much. I don't want to give it too much more than it needs. Um. <laughs> yeah, and and like if, if 
Okay. If you ask Jim, Jim has a completely different opinion on this than I do, and, and that's fine. I mean, everyone should yeah. have their own opinion on it, but that, that's how I feel about it. So but it's like, interesting because you look at stuff. You look at stuff like Corey. You know, Corey posted um, some uh, judges' remarks after flights, and it was like, you know, draw a longer line, and then the next judge was draw a shorter line, or or vice versa. And it's like, um, there's uh, that's going to always there's always going to be personal variances within judging, but um, that must go along the lines of of overall presentation too. Uh, because somebody's perception of presentation is going to be slightly different than the next judges, and if you don't have yeah. judges, then you, you're you're so. And, and I'm, you know, obviously I'm not going to name any names, but I watched a couple flights where I would say eighty percent of the figures were out on one side, and not one wow. figure actually crossed. Not one figure actually crossed center box, and then you look at the presentation scores; it's basically seven, seven five. It's like that. That just doesn't make sense. Not to be dramatic, but how? Like honestly, how? How does that happen? Because that's 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 a gross. I mean, that's that's a, an obvious. Yeah. It's obvious. It's not. It's that's not a nuanced, um, judge's eye that that is needed it's, to discern that. It's just the way it's always been. It's like the presentation score is kind of like a throwaway score, and you know, they help the guy out, and you give him a good score. Yeah. It's and it wow. just shouldn't be that way. If you're not gonna, especially if you're not gonna have line judges, then it's even even that much more critical. Yeah, that's amazing. It's almost like we should get somebody from Siva, one of the judges there, to give a seminar on how to grade it. Yeah, and what they do. Because I'm like, not saying I'm not saying they're perfect like, at it, gotta, but they definitely do better. Yeah, like you got to put remarks in each figure. It was like you know, if you're left, you put an L. If you're really far left, you do an LL. You know, you put all these things and then tally it up pretty much and come up with the score. But you know, they were pretty hardcore when I was over when I at the advanced thing. Um, you know, there was a lot of remarks from the recorder, you know, um, from the judge as far as, you know, the positioning of of that said pilot and yep. where they were. Um, it's completely different. Um, oh, yeah. But the judge I was with, I actually, I was with Jeff Granger, and he had a really good system, actually, um, where, you know, he'd be grading a figure, and if that figure, if he felt was in say too close or too far, or too far upwind or whatever have you. Um, he would just say tick and then the recorder um, uh, would have to, you know, they put a tick in the remark section. And at the end of the flight, he would add up all the ticks and subtract for 10. Each tick was 0.5. So like some people were getting fives or fours and some people were getting sevens, but at least it was a system that was uh, consistent. And, you know, he wasn't like just kind of trying to go back mentally on the flight and just give a random presentation score. It was, it was, I don't know. How do you feel about that? I mean, I think that's good and bad. Um, I think it's good that he's doing it. I think it's good that the judge paying that much attention to it. But what you really need is a standardized system that all the judges using. You can't have all say, the that's very individualized. a different, a different oh, yeah, method for totally. how they're going to score a presentation. Which isn't his fault at all. Yeah. Um, but I think that's something that yeah, no, no, definitely not. can easily be adapted. I mean, I was looking, I'm like, I'm going to do that when I judge. Like, that's relatively easy. And that's easy for a recorder, too. Yeah. And then it is the score is the score at the end of the day. It's like if you were, you know, um, out of position during all these figures, then it's going to show in your presentation as opposed to being like, well, I felt like the balance of it was here, uh, 7 0. It's like, well, how'd you get to set? Why three? And why did the other person get an eight zero or five? You know what I mean? There's no consistency there. Yeah. Well, it might be easier on a on a um you know like a primary sportsman flight, but I can't imagine like 
after the flight of an advanced or unlimited sequence, go, thinking back to individual figures and then having to write notes or, or mar- you know what I mean? Like, no, you to, should to be remember that as you go. Yeah, that would, that would be, yep. that'd be very difficult. Yep. Yeah. The other thing too, it's unlimited is, is having the right assistant is crucial and almost yeah. like, I don't know. Probably just as I important. Was, yeah, I was talking to somebody else about this the other day, but I almost feel like the judges for Unlimited um, should have to take home the sequence and, and, you know, how do you keep track of it if they study it? But they should really study the sequences the night before almost and really get abreast because, you know, you can't call some of this shit fast enough and be able to no. grade it if you don't know it. No, how do you look yeah. at the figure on the sequence you, card and then You could probably, probably do that with the, the known and the free. I don't know if they had enough time to do that with the unknowns. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I yeah. feel it's not their fault, but it's like, no. you know, you just can't call it. It's it's, it's just. Do you find judges' reviews are a little more prevalent uh, in the upper level categories for that reason, where you got to go back and actually look at tape or look at a video? Um, uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't. Was there that many reviews this year? I don't even know if there they was reviewed that many. me and. Um, <laughs> That's right. Mind pet. Yeah. Exactly. But I did zero one, and that didn't need to be reviewed. That was pretty prevalent. But um, nope. <laughs> the, the other ones, uh, you know what it is? I just fly so good; they don't expect it, Mark. And they're like, you know, what? let me just double check. Hold on, no that way... that looks pretty good. Let's uh, we're gonna need to pause. Yeah. Uh, let me. We're in a hold. This is this is diet, Jeff. Right? Yeah, we gotta go. Let's you know, let's take a look at this. There's no way you could have done. Oh, he did. <laughs> zero <him> anyway. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> I'll tell you, I should really just paint my plane like Rob's at this point. I, dude, if you vinyl wrapped your plane to look exactly like Rob's, it would be so funny. We talked about that before, but I, I still think it's, I think, I think that's worth doing. That would be the best joke, but God, that would be, be a lot of work. so funny, dude. What if Rob did his plane like mine? That wouldn't would be, that? it'd be cool, but it wouldn't be as fun. I mean, dude, can you imagine you roll up in, a, in an SC, but it looks exactly like Rob's plane? It'd be so funny. Drinking the Kool-Aid. Get the Sparco gloves. Sparco gloves, goatee, yeah. full advisor. His name Just blast in Van Halen. Right? <laughs> I'm going to go. be like the uh, the watch dealer in the Bronx. You know, when they roll up the, the windbreaker, they have 10 watches they're selling, but they'll all be Braymont. He's <laughs> 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 selling Braymont watches. Um, Wearing nothing but fly good, don't suck. Yeah, shirts. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just layer upon layer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, um, thank you for the keychains, Rob. I love them. And yeah, uh, somebody tried to, to see if I had extras, and I did, but I did not get them away because they are mine, and I'm using them for <laughs> keys. <laughs> so like, go. So I told him like, go order. I I can't. Well, I guess we were a little vulgar on this. I said, go order them, you cheap bastard. Uh, it's so <laughs> um, a great ambassador to the- <laughs> it's true like god god everybody's looking for a freebie like mark and jeff yeah. <laughs> speaking of which um, i did not get a keychain you don't Where's you have it? to go to nationals to get one yeah exactly i gotta wait a whole year <laughs> you could do a virtual naturals like this virtual aries x <laughs> oh my god can we talk about that <laughs> Was so that confused. Perfect segue without me even trying. This is why I'm we're so confused. <laughs> I I'm gonna stop you right now. I don't know anything about it. 
but I haven't even been paying attention. So, and Rob, you're you're he knows the people. He doesn't want to talk shit. You're the you're no, the same I really just don't No, nobody knows anything. Nobody yeah. knows what's going on. It's the most confusing shit I've ever seen, and I haven't Honestly, seen it. Rob, you should post some Instagram or something like that. You're doing it too, just like walking the hangar <laughs> with some Red Bull cans on the floor, like you're walking a track and being second like, flight today. For, getting ready for my quali. <laughs> Winds are up today. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that would like totally. Too bad you got you. You you'll never do that. You're too good. I feel like oh, we're gosh. getting trolled because you have like Mika Brajot. You have um, who, dude. There's you have Yoshi. Um, you have I think Pete McLeod's doing it. Um, yeah. I'm trying Sonka to think of who else. It? Yes, Martin Song is doing it. So these are like legitimate players in the game. Um, legends in in air racing and and some and or in uh, world level aerobatics are posting like that they're doing this virtual air racing thing with no pile. It's like, I, I still am so confused at the concept and I, I went down a rabbit hole yesterday. Cause I'm like, I, if they're filming these, I, I want to watch it. Cause it's a quote unquote, I'm using air quotes here, digital round of air racing to have actual air racing coming up soon. But it's like, all you can see are like some weird pseudo scores and no context to what they mean. There's no flying, you know, um, I think it was Mika was like, posted this huge video on like it on air racing. And there was literally two clips of actual flying an airplane. And it was like the takeoff and the landing. Most of it was like, I think his kid in some pedal plane and like them pushing the airplane out. I'm like, this is so bizarre. That's awesome. Yeah. So bizarre. I feel like we're getting trolled to be honest. But I guess that remains to be seen. Yeah, that's weird. I don't, I don't, I really just don't know anything about it. I've been paying attention at all. Yeah. I think you should do it. You should get Justin uh, from Full Stop and um, you guys should just make some videos. That was funny what you guys were doing with those uh, videos. Well, he was doing with the videos of the coffee and making the, oh, the dad, that was pretty fun. Yeah, we need to do more yeah. of those. Yeah. He's awesome. <laughs> Justin's freaking awesome. He's, He's great. great guy. Yeah. I hope some of the camps are there. That was that's a great location, I think, for camps. That was awesome. You know, yeah. and it's not too far away from from me. That's the hard thing. Like, I'm sure it's you nice can... having a good mechanic right there. That's for sure. God, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Rob, I'm, I'm actually curious about that because we were uh, in one of the group chats today, kind of talking, and um, I had a, a minor issue that I had to order a couple parts from Extra, and you know that that it goes as about as well as you think it does because. You have to order it from Germany because extra in Deland has nothing in stock and the price is weird and the, the parts came unfinished. And so I'm having to like figure out how to fix these. And these are just bolts for wheel pants. Like it's not even anything complex. And so it got me thinking, you know, about support uh, in the United States for these airplanes, uh, because in my opinion, not to start a war here, but, you know, support for extras has waned since the drama with Southeast Arrow. That's just my opinion. People may have a different opinion. But um, that's my personal experience. And I got to thinking about, you know, how Gamebird is headquartered here um, and must have phenomenal support uh, for parts and or uh, any other support that you need. Um, how's how 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 has it been, you know, keeping your airplane going in the United States with an, uh, you know, company essentially headquartered in Australia um, that is, you know, boutique in nature. It's not a it's not a powerhouse uh, manufacturer like Textron or anything like that. Um, how how has it been maintaining these airplanes with Justin and full stop over the years? Well, first off, MXs just don't break. 
No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um. Savage. He, you know what? Rob just, Rob just threw it on the table, dude. Yeah, the only thing he didn't like, well, try doing that with an extra. <laughs> to be yeah. honest with you, I mean, you got an airplane that's just a monocoque fuselage, right? So there's no parts, there's no screws, there's no nuts, there's no bolts. It's just a monocoque fuselage all glued together. So there's really nothing yeah. to go. There's nothing to break, and if it breaks, it's going to be catastrophic. So that that'd yeah. be really bad. Well, and then um, the, the other minor parts so, are, are like so, standard so parts. Up too. Yeah, and every everything else, like you know, you had you said you had problem with the bolts for your uh, your wheel pants. Well, yeah, MX uses standard AN bolts, so you just buy a bolt and put it on. You know, it's 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 pretty. There's nothing specialized about it. There's nothing metric on it. There's nothing crazy about it. And if something's going to break, it's either going to be avionics. Okay, you just take it to an avionics shop, or it's going to be firewall forward. And that's just an engine, and you can take care of that anywhere. Yeah. So they're yeah. they're pretty. You know, I'm not trying to just talk it up because I'm selling them and I fly them, but they're pretty low maintenance for what they are. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, so like, like literally, they just don't really break. Well, and, and the parts that you know, like extras are simple. Uh, older extras too. Like, I mean, systems wise, it's a simple airplane. But yeah. uh, little things, fuel caps, for instance, like if you if you drop a, a a plastic fuel cap and it's bitter because it's old and it yep. and it or brittle bitter bitter brittle um <laughs> and it breaks <laughs> i'm bitter uh because it breaks but uh you know they roll off the wing and they crack you got to order one and you got to hope somebody's got one here in the united states otherwise it's coming from you know coming from germany yeah Whereas, I mean, for the amount of airplanes they yeah have and on an mx it's just a standard normal fuel cap you it's just a standard call spruce yeah you call up spruce and you get one yeah yeah if you really need it, then you overnight it. Yeah. I, yeah. I like, no, I like that aspect a lot. No, it's, I mean, I've been flying MX now since 2007, and it's, yeah. it's been great. Are you ever going to go back to green? Because that's what you originally started with, black and green. And that's why I chose <laughs> my colors. <laughs> um, I mean, that was originally the MX colors. It was green. So that's yeah. why I did that back then. And I just always wanted a black airplane, which is why it was black. And then the colors have changed. Funny story. Um, I was a. Did we ever? I. I don't know. Um, I was a diehard biplane guy. I just and I still love biplanes. I think. This, boo, boo. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just look cool. I tell people. Yeah, I agree. You could take the radius biplane, and if they pull up to the pump, and I pull up to the pump, my airplane, everyone's going to go look at the biplane, including me. Right? They just have that appeal to them. They look cool. And when you fly them, like everything you do, you earn, right? You, I mean, they make you work. They make you a better pilot. I'm not but gonna anyways, lie. There I, was an S two. There was an S two C in the pattern today, and I, I, I did stop. And, and I, there's something about, especially at pits too, but like a red biplane in the pattern, tearing it up, and you're just like, hell yeah, I, I love yep. biplanes too. I, I talk smack, but I love biplanes. Yeah. So I mean, it's a little bit of a long story, but I'll try to shorten it. I, I was flying the ultimate biplane at the time, um, which I love. That's such a cool airplane. And I was at Sun and Fun. I just had it on display. And Chris Meyer, who originally started MX, he was there with the prototype MX. And he was looking at my biplane. I was looking at the MX. And I was just, you know, to me, it was just one of those monoplanes. I didn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> and um, we got to talking a little bit. And he's like, hey, I'm in Southern Florida. If you're ever in the area, we just, we're trying to get a bunch of pilots to fly and get feedback. So we want to just keep making it better and, and, you know, see what people think of it. I'm like, okay. I didn't really think much of it. It was like three months later. I just happened to be in South Florida. I was like, what the heck? So I gave him a call. He's like, yeah, come on down and fly it. 
jumped in, took off, started flying. I was like, oh man, this is actually kind of nice. <laughs> this is really nice. Expensive. Yeah, like every everything I want to do, it just does. This is awesome. But oh, that's cool. you know, but it was a super expensive monoplane and. The uh, the ultimate I was flying, I was just leasing. It belonged to a buddy of mine. I was, you know, I was a flight instructor. I didn't have any money, so I flew it. I thought it was cool. I gave him some feedback on it, and I went on my way. And then it was like, I don't know, five or six months later, he called me up, said, "Hey, we have an MX. Um, there was a customer's going to do it. He's had a change of plans. What would it take to get you to start flying MXs and air shows?" Oh hell yeah! I'm like, I'm like, dude, I, I'm a flight instructor. I really appreciate it. I'm honored you you thought of me, but. You know, I I can't pull that off. He's like, all right, we'll just think about it. And he goes, we, we give you a good deal. And it was a really good deal. But I mean, at the time, it might have well still been a million dollars for me. I mean, it was crazy money. Yeah. So I went home and I talked to a buddy of mine. And um, he knew a guy at a bank. And he got talking to him. And they considered the money that they took off to be the basically the deposit of the airplane. And basically came back with a deal that I would just walk into it making monthly payments and the monthly payments I was making would be cheaper than what it was costing me to lease the ultimate that I was flying. No shit. Yeah. So I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I love so I called like Chris, that. Yeah. So I called Chris up. I'm like, I'll take it in black. <laughs> <laughs> Does it come in black? Yeah. And then he spent the next three weeks trying to convince me to paint it something different. And I'm like, no, I just want it black. No, it certainly uh, has to win twelve national titles. Yeah, and I was like, you should paint it now. I think you should paint it white, like with like a one seventy (laughs) two stripe down the side. Just make it look exactly like a one seventy two. Yeah. Yep. And then six months later, I had a I had an MX two. God damn! That's that's how that all happened. Back when the deliveries were six months. Well, it was already mostly built. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, it's cold. Speaking of which, congratulations to the Pit Viper Prince. Yes. And gosh, I'm so happy for him. He's Alon flew the MX2. Tear it up. Yeah. Gosh. His airplane, that's a beautiful paint job on his. That thing is gorgeous. Yeah, that's so, uh, you know, another MX in the uh, in the wild, you know. Um I love seeing more and more of them. I hope um yeah, I don't know if there's any more that are going to be delivered this year, but you know, I love seeing it. Love it's seeing funny. the mix. So Rob, we were uh we're on this group chat. It doesn't matter with who, but there's a certain couple, well, one individual who just um, is he's super duper guy. Um, but <laughs> just, he just can't admit that the MX is the best. I mean, it's it's the most capable aerobatic plane on the market right now. There's right, Mark. There's there's just no. Oh, doubt. I I told him flat out. I, I mean, and this is a group. I mean, I don't want to give too many. I, I know this is cryptic, <laughs> and everybody's like, "What the fuck, guys? Just spill it." But like. <laughs> There's some people in the group chat that um, are very, very involved in other airplane manufacturers. I'll just say that. Um, and I said flat out, I was like, I was like, the MX is the highest capable, highest performance aerobatic airplane MX ever two, made. Two. We were talking oh, about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, hands down. It is absolutely the, the, the performance envelope of an MX2 is way more capable than than an yeah. SC, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And they just would not let it go. You wouldn't let it go. Yeah. yeah. And that, this and that. And it's like, it. yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love it. yeah. Like, I, I'm obviously very biased, but it's just a, I mean, it, it corners better. It rolls faster. Well, it's, um, worth, it's, worth it's, it's stronger. It's way, yeah. I mean, it's, it's such a cool airplane. You know, nothing against, you know, I think 
So Rob, you definitely have a style about how you fly. Um, you know, it's it's basically like a guitarist smashing a guitar on stage, you know, very, very fucking rock and roll. I love it. And that was so stupid how I just worded that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but the French have their own style, which is a lot different. And I would love to see somebody like, you know, Orlowski or Odin get behind an MX and see, you know, how how the military style, you know, that EVA um would fly it. Um, yeah. that would be something real, right, Mark? I wonder if it would, I wonder if it would, sh- I, but I love, I love that the individualistic nature of how Rob and others fly the MX. I wonder, I wonder it, how, I wonder if it would show, be- not show better, but like, I don't know that it would necessarily do better in their hands. I wonder. I think the French military team would do better with an MXS. Well, I mean, you can see with Odd, I got the MX and she, yeah, it, I mean, it looks different than when she flew the extra. Yeah. And I'm not knocking extra. And extra is a great airplane, obviously, right? I mean, look at all the championships as one and, and everything that it does. It's a great airplane. Yeah. But I mean, you can't, absolutely. you can't, as, as far as an SC goes, you can't pull a corner the way you can in a MX, right? The wing's going to stall. Yeah. You know, when they got the extra roll rate out of it, they got rid of some of the root and they, you know, extend the tips. And now you get the super high wing loaded and, you know, you pull eight G's and it stalls. Where an MX, you can, if you want to pull 13, you can pull 13. You know, it's just, yeah, it's just going to make the corner. Yeah. So it's just, um, fly it. God damn, and it's man. lighter, you know, when you take a hundred pound difference in an airplane, that that's it means a lot. Yeah. Especially under 10 G's. <laughs> it's a thousand pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, it's, and it, if it can corner better and it's got higher performance, it's like, you can, you can put that airplane anywhere you want, whenever you want. Yep. So now we, with, with, um, excuse me, with full stop and you uh, guys operating, what say diet Jeff wants to go to MX. So mm-hmm. I would call up you or Justin, you guys have the MX2 there. And that's pretty, is that acting as your demo plane now? Yeah, I'll, I'll do demos. And if someone's, if someone's serious, I mean, I'm not just going to give rides to give rides, but if somebody is serious and they want to say the airplane flies, I'll, I'll take them up on that. Yeah. All right, cool. Yep. Yeah. Cause I think that now that COVID's kind of, gone and um you know they're good they i think they're finding their groove um and I, we were speaking at nationals and there's some more orders in for the mxs but i think that um there there's a lot of them you know and they're all what's interesting with the mx is that they're all actively flying yeah. um and it's yeah. funny with game bird because i'm not and that means in a bad way but you know game bird it's just they i think they found their own niche where yeah, there's some competition guys flying these things, but I think it's the like the Cirrus driver. The it's a different driver. demographic. Yeah, yeah. Once it's it goes fast, be. far, do a loop and a roll, and that's it. Yeah, you know? flying Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and Bravo. I mean, they, yeah, absolutely. I've uh, done extra like, checkouts for people like that. I've done I've done like three extra checkouts for insurance uh, for people that have bought new, or, you know, or new to them extras, and they they didn't want to. They didn't want a single ounce of aerobatic training and a little bit. I actually was like, this is, this is a little uncomfortable because you have, you now have the tools to kill. You have a tool to kill yourself. Like if you get this thing in an, in a regime where it's, it's not going to like it, you're not going to know how to react. Um, but okay. You don't want to do any aerobatics at all. And they're like, no, I just want to go from point A to point B kind of fast. And I'm like, okay, you picked a weird airplane, but they, they want a zippy, you know, fun. They want to say they own an aerobatic airplane and 
that's yeah. I think that's a, a big portion of um, Game Bird's demographic, uh, in my opinion. Yeah. It doesn't make the airplane bad, but it's like, you know, we almost saw one in advance this year. Uh, one was going to come down from Canada and fly advance. And I was super excited just to see the airplane. Just, you know, again, it's the pilot, not the plane. We all know that. But just to see how that airplane kind of mm-hmm. stacked up if somebody flew it well. You know, yeah. I really well, it's, 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 it's obviously a capable airplane. Yeah. Yeah. It's I just interesting that we haven't it. seen it. You know, you would like it, Mark. Yeah. I mean, it's. Oh, I'd love to fly one. You know, Absolutely love hardcore, to fly one. I was talking to some of these hardcore guys that fly it, that flown it, and they're like, well, it's not, it's not an MX or it's not an It's like, Okay. Of course it's not. not. But it's got a lot. It's 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 extremely capable. And like it's no doubt unlimited capable. I happen to like a lot of things about it as far as the seating position and how it was built. Um and and some of the things that's, that they, they that's funny. That's that's the thing I hate the most about it, is the seating position. Oh, I but love that's it. just well, that's just personal preference. Yeah, I think I'm the I'm Philip height. I'm I feel like I'm sitting at the kitchen table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> You know, yeah. you feet are way low and you're sitting straight up and down. It's just, uh, it, to me, it doesn't seem very optimal for aerobatics, but. Freaking rubbish flying United Polaris with his MXS, dude. Like that, that thing's lay flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, yeah he's I can't see over my chest. Well, totally. Cause I mean, oh God, you flew. I was supposed to leave for, for the training camp for Nashville, but you know, the weather was the weather. And uh, Rob found a, a break in the clouds, I think, or something. And um, would you make it? You made it from Ocean City on the East Coast to Nebraska in how many hours? No, it's not stop. NES Oceana. I went from Oceana, Virginia to Seward, Nebraska nonstop. Yeah, six hours and nine minutes. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> Fucking crazy, man. Yeah, All right. Like 12, oh 1,200 miles or something like that. What what was your your bottle of choice to pee in? Was it Gatorade? <laughs> gummy, it's bears, Gatorade. Gum, gummy bears and Gatorade? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you yep. got it, dude. That MXS is set up perfectly to do that too. I would, I would deal with that. Yeah, I mean, to not stop. Crazy. And, I mean, you're laid down. You got autopilot. If obviously, there's no doubt you were listening to music. I mean, have you ever listen? What else? I mean, obviously some Van Halen. But do you listen to like a, a book on tape? No like podcasts that? or download TV shows or whatever, whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever keeps me from getting too bored. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool, so shit. cool, man. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I hate stopping. <laughs> I just stopped twice to get home. It was such a pain in the dick. I actually stopped it it for a million. So let me ask you guys this, not to change the subject, but have you guys looked at the uh, proposed knowns for next year? Oh, this is a great segue. I did. No, I haven't. I haven't looked at them yet. I did. I love I love them. I think they're all perfect. And I think um, much better than last year, whoever did those catastrophes. Um <laughs> um but uh we can go through them if you got time yeah all right cool i'll bring me open them up all right so you want to start with the sportsman uh sure all right cool my dial up is just loading get into Um, log into aol here um yeah so sportsman i mean I don't know. I don't see them changing that much. I mean, because I thought they were all really, really good, especially advanced. I thought advanced was brilliantly done because um, I felt in the past advanced was too easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and not I meant when I say that it was too easy uh, positioning wise. And I felt like um, it wasn't as technical as it could have been. 
Not not necessarily putting diff, more difficult figures, just the arrangement of the figures. Yeah, the advanced issue makes you think more. It, the the yeah. figures themselves aren't necessarily more difficult, but it definitely makes you think about where you are and where you're going to go. Yeah. Yep. All right, cool. So uh, it, it, it rewards positioning. Yeah. <laughs> and it should. Advance is advanced. Like, it shouldn't, yep. you know. Um, and we saw it this year, too. That's a topic for another day is 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 we can label that episode is the advanced category right for you uh mm-hmm. good in bed uh because yep. i think it is getting to the point and i had that thing that went it went beautifully at that contest where i was chief judging and um you know because you're always going to have different caliber pilots you're going to have the rock star you know see the guy that's flying three four times a week and then you're going to have you know the guy flying once a week but you know has been flying for a while you know so it's hard to 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 nail everybody's preference on a sequence like as far as in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Mark, you got it pulled up. I got it pulled up. Yeah, it looks fun. Sportsman looks fun. Why don't you run through it? Because it's what you're going to fly at nationals next year. I'm flying fucking advanced, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you probably with between Odd, Rob, Bourbon, and everybody else that offered free training. There's you should be flying unlimited. <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly it uh, looks like so uh, the thing about just... all, think about all these sequences is like you know we don't just throw a bunch of figures on a piece of paper and turn them in um you know the, there's a committee everyone looked at it everyone gave their feedback and then we send them out to people and ask them to fly it so like the sportsman was flown by with a satabri was flown with a 150 yeah 150 horse decathlon and then a few other airplanes um, this looks like a fun sequence. Yep, intermediate was flown by 115 horse decathlon and a and then a big engine decathlon. I think it was flown by one design. Advance was flown by a few pits and a one design and a few other airplanes. So they're they're all like actually tested and we get feedback on it and then you know make modifications if it's needed before we put the final product out for uh, the membership to comment on. That makes sense. Yeah, it looks. I mean. Sportsman looks pretty fun for next year. Run through it, babe. All right. Looks like uh, figure one, we got a uh, pull, pull, hump. Nationals commentary. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, and we got a 45 up to uh, cap it off to a uh, one and a quarter spin, exit on the Y. And then we got a hammerhead, quarter roll down. Uh, what is that? A sawtooth? Uh, whatever you call that. Uh, up to a vertical. Shark's and tooth. then uh, shark's tooth. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the back, uh, inverted to a four, and then uh, up to uh, Immelman, and then you got a two four, basically split S to a loop, uh, half Cuban, and 180 roll. I'm sorry, 180 turn, and then a uh, roll at the end for figure 11. Zero. Yeah. Yep. So where would you start this sequence, Rob? This looks fun. Here. Um, you start a little deep and then take the spin to the judges if, in a direct headwind. Situation. I would, yeah, because you're gonna you want to start a little bit high for the spin, right? And you're gonna be coming down as you go. So I would start a little bit towards the back, a little bit high, and then winds permitting, I'd, I'd bring it to the judges. Yeah. And what um what's spin upwind? How far upwind past center? Uh, I would put the spin. Pretty close to the edge of the box. Oh, you mean how how deep or how far? How far upwind? I would put it pretty close to the edge of the box. 
because you're going to have the wind blowing you to the center for the spin, you know, for the Y on traveling on the Y axis, then the whole vertical line for the hammerhead up and the hammerhead down. So if you get yeah. strong winds, you get be pushed quite a ways across the box. What's the rationale for throwing correct. a Y axis figure in sportsman uh, sometimes. And then sometimes not, is it, is there any, any kind of, I guess, what is the thought process there? One way. Um, I mean, there almost always is. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just the figures that get put on paper that year and what what we fly. You know, you try not to repeat yourself every year, so you always try to change it up a little bit and mix it up. Yeah, there's only so much you can do with the limited number of figures. So, yeah, that looks fun. Yep. I can't. I can't imagine there's any gripes on this one. I don't think so. I think some people might worry about the two or four with the half loop down, but I think that's perfectly. That, I mean, that's something that's been in sportsman sequences for a lot of times in the past and it's never been an issue. So I don't think it'll be an issue on this one either. That's a good yeah. sequence. Yeah. I've already started working with it with this guy I've been flying with super duper guy. It's got a two seat extra and, uh, going to come out and pounce on everybody. Hopefully he'll come to nationals, drag him to nationals. I think he will. Um, nice. Rob, what's out of all these sequences, which one's your favorite? Oh, um, or was the most comment between the board, like the uh, unknown, I mean, the, uh, sequence committee. I think the most comments were actually on intermediate. We changed quite a few things on it to get it to where it is now. But I just pulled um, up. Yeah. Yeah. Advanced pretty much right out of the gate. Everyone liked it and it, it flew well. Unlimited the same thing. Great. Dude, intermediate. Yeah. Um, is closing the gap between intermediate and advanced this year, it looks like. I got to be honest. Like a step up. Dude, the, f- the first thing that I'm thinking of right now is that all these sportsmen sandbaggers, there is no excuse to not fly intermediate this year. There is no excuse why a super decathlon cannot fly the sequence. Fly intermediate? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This, this sequence is... It's sportsman plus. Maybe the snap um, on the top, you know, everybody's, I'm sure that's going to get gripes if it hasn't already. Yeah, but it's figure one. Come I know. But, you know, you always get, you always get the, uh, the, the decathlon cadre and snaps, you know. They, it must be so boring, though, being in sportsman and just crushing it for 15 years. Like, move up, right? Doesn't sound like the essence of competition to me. It wouldn't be fun like to me. This is a great sequence to be able to move. You could design a uh, super, and then super easy free or something that works well with your airplane and then, the unknowns at regionals are not not too shabby for intermediate. This is a really good sequence. Wow, it's challenging. I, I think it looks, uh, you know, I think it's, I think it's a good sequence. Yeah. So I'll just run through it quick. It's a uh, P loop with the snap on top into a pull 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 Humpty that exits on the Y uh, hammerhead into an end figure that lays out uh, low airspeed upright one and a half t- one and a half turn spin super easy into an Illumin. Uh, split us or uh, what is that? A uh, five eighths loop, right? Reverse yeah, five eighths like, loop. It's like an upside down Cuban. Yeah, and to a split us forty five hammer and a four point roll. Like, come on! There's no reason why some of these guys are and girls that are crushing it in sports right now should not be able not be flying this. Bravo! They must have Mark. They must the sequence committee definitely listened to us with last year because. <laughs> <difference>? <laughs> What a difference. Um, 
Yeah, and then advanced, um, you're gonna everybody listening, you're gonna have to go online and take a look. I'm not gonna run through that, but it's it's um uh, it's pretty good. It definitely uh oh my god make you if you if you don't walk it through a couple of times on the ground and and really figure figure out where you want everything, then you might be in a little trouble. Yeah. Um it's cool. It's that, really that cool looks too. busy. God. Yeah, it's funny. We only got one comment on that, and it was someone that said they were spending too much time in the y-axis. It's like, well, that's kind of <laughs> <the point. laughs> yeah. That's kind of, and that's not a bad thing. Oh, I mean, you know, spending too much time on the y. I mean, it's not really. Is this is this before it changed? No, this one hasn't changed at all. Everyone like this one y- right out right out of the gate. Yeah, yep. it's yeah, got a yeah. Y entry. Oh, it's got a Y entry too. That's cool. Yeah, there's yeah. And then unlimited is horrible. I would definitely take away some way too many snaps. <laughs> <laughs> way, too, way too much red. No, uh, no. All the snaps are pretty easy in this one actually. Um, there's nothing. I mean, figure one is is a oh, gosh uh, three quarter outside flick up. Uh, so not a big deal. That's a figure that's literally directly out of the um, 2015 known, the CV oh, really? known. Yeah. Oh, cool. Which we, which the IAC flew also. Yeah. Um, I don't really see. I I looked at it already before, but I didn't see any, you know, underwater hur- hurricanes with this sequence at all. Um, you know, it's got a lot of it's got a lot of outside flicks in it, but they're all mm-hmm. like down three down outside three quarter, one and a half outside on the forty five down. Um, half outside flick after half loop up, and then you get the uh, full outside four. on figure four. Uh, what full outside flick on figure four or on a figure five? Figure five, figure yep. five yeah, yeah. Um, what should we call it? Yeah, this. Oh man, how many times have you flown this sequence? You probably... gosh, you probably could we do an experiment with you, Rob? Can you not fly this ever and then fly it for the first time at nationals? <laughs> no, actually, I haven't flown it yet. So, um, promise me you won't. AJ's flown it, <laughs> and it's been it's been flown in a S two B also. Dang, that's hardcore uh, for a B. Yeah, yeah. Can you say who flew it in the B? Or no? Uh, I can. I'll tell you guys offline. Oh, okay, cool. Everybody was like, "Yes, no." <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, can you fly it in a B for nationals? Is that a possibility? <laughs> that would be sick. Uh, probably not. God. What can we do differently for you? You got to um, stop trying to handicap Rob. You just got to get better. Why? I'm gonna. I I tried to distract them with my man crush on Goody. That obviously didn't work. Um, <laughs> what should I call it? Um, I can try. Maybe I'll create another company called Fly Better Merch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fly best merchandise. Yeah, fly, fly. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> um, Rob, should we tell Mark before we sign off here on my uh, T-shirt idea that I think is epic, and see if Mark, if the California level will appreciate it. Refresh my memory. Okay. Obviously, it couldn't have been that great of an idea. Anyway. <laughs> this is not a good start. Yeah. No, you know those um those t-shirts that they sell to people that go to the gym and when you sweat, it makes something appear. 
Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, was, I said to do that, but when you sweat after an aerobatic flight, then it would just be like, um, fly good and maybe it'll get rid of don't suck. I don't know, something like that, or just fly good, don't suck, but up here. It's not a bad idea. How do you, how do we, how do we make this happen? Oh, I don't know. We're just idea. We're just the idea, man. That's We're true. the talent. <laughs> We're the Steve Jobs. <laughs> All it takes is money. We need yeah. we need a Wozniak to to oh, figure this God. out. Yeah, oh, I love it, man. Have you spoke to Alan, uh really quick, Rob, with how everything's going with his MX theory today? Or oh uh, yeah, I haven't. His phone is probably just ringing off the hook with everybody wanting to go for a ride at this point. The first thing you should do is throw that single place canopy on it and leave it. I'm going to create some fake email accounts and ask to rent it from him overseas. <laughs> for, for... <laughs> Can I use your airplane? Speaking oh, of which, I'm hearing, I'm hearing, um, uh, we got to wrap up here, but um, I'm hearing that there are some, some potential airplane renting drama for advanced worlds. Seriously. I didn't hear that. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, a little birdie you? told me that that's, I don't know a whole lot, but, what I'm hearing is that um, the needle's been moved a little bit in terms of what, uh, who certain people are going to rent SCs to. I guess does it rhyme with dance? No. Oh. <laughs> but um, that was a whole that that's a whole whole other thing is everybody trying to get airplanes for uh, to borrow here and then. Um, sounds like there's, I don't know, maybe a little bit of trouble with that, but, uh, anyway, drama with that. um, Gosh. but we're getting it, we're, we're coming up, dude. I I'm super excited to see how the U S team does and the Canadian team does. Rob, that. You should come back on the show and like, we'll like a, a midway cap to it. And like, since you have all the experience at advanced and everything and maybe, um, some contacts there to let us know what's going on there. Yeah. The sure. Yeah. Do you know if it's going to be to, um, live streamed, Rob? I do not. I have no idea. I sure hope. I, I, I got to be honest. I've been so busy with other stuff this year. That I just haven't had a chance to pay a lot of attention to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, getting, it's coming up. Well, we People actually, are starting to arrive. I still got six air shows left to do. So no <laughs> big deal. Busy. Yeah. We should no pick our winners actually while we're here. Our top three. Oh my god! Do I? Let me, let me see if I can pull up the roster. I don't want to because I don't want to hurt any feelings. That's that's a we you know, but there's a lot of us, right, Rob? Like there's a lot of people that could do really well going to this contest that are oh, absolutely. Fine. You know, obviously, you know, uh, Melanie Assels. Um, how do you pronounce her last name? I'm not sure to be honest. Can you try for me? <laughs> nope. Can you try for me? Just say it one time. Just say where um, um yeah, where is the coming. um where do you see it? Is it on what? uh Siva's website? You're talking to me? Yeah. I'm not looking. I'm trying I'm trying to find the, the entrance list. I'm going off a of memory, dude. Damn. Baller. Yeah. Well, I think Melanie's gonna have a good showing. Uh, she's a phenomenal, you know, she will limit it pretty well. So I think she'll be good in advance. I think Syllabirdie is a wild card i don't know how much he's been flying but he's an incredible pilot and um advances uh a little bit new to him i think it it might be hard to go to advance when you're used to flying a little bit lower and 
a difference. You know what I mean, Rob? Would you say, would you agree with that? Yeah. yeah I mean, it can pose its challenges, but having flown unlimited, you're definitely going in with a bit of an advantage. Yeah. So, Silverberti, I'm curious how he's going to do. Obviously, freaking Luke, Neil, Ryan, uh, Jersey, Christian Baxter is freaking awesome pilot. Yep. Mark Cunningham, I kick Neil Harris. Canada, Canada is fucking stacked, man. They got some depth. I mean, the U.S. has depth, obviously too. Um, but it's it's going to be a battle. I think it's going to be more exciting to watch the team standing than the individuals because. I think the individual is going to be super tight and, you know, that's going to be its own thing, but it's going to be really exciting to see uh, the, the team battling. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I've got the website pulled up. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be super exciting. Um, I, I'm not going to go through all the competitors, but you got Brazil coming, UK, Canada, South Africa, Romania, France, maybe Italy. How many of you are team eligible now? Uh, that's a good question. It doesn't say. It just says it just says competitor, but um, and we don't. I don't, honestly don't know. Um, I don't know who's um, who's actually. You know, there, there's plain issues with certain countries, uh, as far as I know, and that's all I know. And I'm not. I'm not sure who else is, or who's actually going to be showing up. You know, there, we might see some people drop off those lists, but. Uh, I also showing up. Airplane. Oh, thousand dollars a minute. You should, you should, you should let them have it, dude. Lithuania's got a few. Um, Mario representing Guatemala. Couple Australians. That's good. Ireland. I mean, you got a lot. You got a lot of countries represented. There's only, you know, maybe, you know, there's a couple that only have one or two, um, entrants. But um, obviously, United States big showing. Isn't it kind of crazy though? And not to, to rip on, I'm not ripping on anybody, but you know, you know, extra being as big as they are, to not have a demo plane or something there for other people to use to rent from here. Don't you find that a little interesting? Well, I'll say this: um, my comment earlier and your question just now are related. Really? Yeah. I know that's cryptic, but uh, kind of goes a, a little bit in line with my issues with parts. I'll say that there's there's a there's an overarching issue there that I agree with. Like they, they they it should they should have an airplane and it should be able to be used and rented. Yeah, you know you would think they're a, they're a title sponsor as well, uh, extra sponsoring the event, oh. but. Um, I'm I'm hoping that the airplane issues get worked out and everybody can fly. But um, yeah, that's interesting. It's coming up. It's exciting. So anyway, um, yeah, I don't want to pick teams because I don't want to be creating too much drama. But I no, think but like a mid a mid too. a midweek, you know, check in would be really fun to kind of just see how things are going and you know yeah. see who actually shows up that's the other thing is like obviously there's going to be several people that show up that weren't pre-registered i i would imagine anyway and then i think some of the pre-registered people are going to maybe drop off yeah if it is live though you and i should comment and rob you're more than welcome to come in with us and enjoy yes. the uh, debauchery yes <laughs> all right <laughs> let's do it all right let's wrap this bad boy up you guys got anything else 
Um, just super pumped, uh, super grateful. Thank you, Rob, um, for helping me out with, let's say publicly, with everything with Unlimited. I've uh, reached out to Rob throughout the year and he's given me a lot of help. Um, so thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, man. Good job putting all the work in and getting to who you are. You've been, you've been doing you. great. Thank Crushing you. it. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna replay that. I'm gonna rip that clip off. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be your it. ringtone when I call you. Oh my god! Hundred percent, one hundred. We got to get Lee in here and start doing some homoerotic stuff. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! I love it. Gosh, I love it. It's so much fun at nationals. So cool. Now all the fun begins, dude. Yeah. No, now, now the work. Real work begins. Yeah, that's now, right. I'm super pumped. Sweet. Well, thanks, Rob. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Appreciate you uh, coming back on, and and uh, we're gonna get you, um, we're gonna get you, you know, up to uh, guest appearances to your national titles. We're we're getting there. <laughs> Gotta get that on we're the table. There. What is yeah. this? Four times, five times, something like that. It might even be more than that. I'd have to go back and look. I think it's at least five. Huh. I'm looking at your schedule too. You're going to Arkansas tomorrow or Friday. No, I'm, it's it's actually, it's not on my um, schedule right now. But I'm going to North Carolina for a little show, and then Arkansas is the weekend after. Little Rock and then Indianapolis. Oh, NAS. I've always wanted to go to Pensacola. Heard that that's a great so. show. Blue, yep. Blue Angels Homecoming. It's a yep. great show. And then Stewart, Florida. And then Stewart, you're Florida. Done. Nope. Then one more in North Carolina the Saturday after Thanksgiving. God, you were just Dang, a dude. flying machine. Just yeah. a beast. God. Lots of cross country. Yeah. (laughs) Building those hours. (laughs) Yeah. That's 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 what I need. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How many hours are on your how many uh MX hours do you have total? MX2, MXS, all that stuff. Yeah, I was actually someone asked me that right before nationals. I was adding it up. I got forty two, forty three hundred hours in MXs. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, you're you're the gold standard. You're you're the you're the the authority. Like four thousand of that's cross country, but <laughs> <laughs> I think you've uh, you've done enough. You need to switch to another platform. Um, nah, still trying to figure this one out. <laughs> Gosh, I only have thirty nine hundred ninety nine hours more to go. Yeah, <laughs> gotta start flying more cross countries, dude. Oh man. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks to Fly Good Merch. We have the man behind Fly Good Merch. Use the promo code ACRO, ACRO at checkout for 10% off the entire website. Rob, have you had anything new lately? Um, I think there's some new shirts and some new sweatshirts are going to be going on there. If they're not already up, they'll be there probably within the next week. Yeah. Who's doing your Instagram? They're killing it. My Instagram? Yeah, I, I do does my- that. Oh, uh, Jennifer does that for Fly Good. I do mine. She does hers. Oh, she does that one. I'm going to send her my Both are great. I can do some modeling for you. See your, your beautiful bald head? Yeah. My shiner. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, no, it's cool. You got some patches. I'm uh, looking at it right now. The hats are sick. You know what we need? We need temporary tattoos. We can put that right in like the back of your head. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, with a QR code directly to your shop. <laughs> exactly. I very much no, I would that. put a 
once I get better on Unlimited, uh, I would definitely buy all my play with some fly good merch, but I don't want to dilute your brand there. <laughs> not a good look for you, Rob. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> you can ask better Jeff, maybe, but not me. Better Jeff. Rob, you got anything else to plug? Um, no. Join IAC if you're not already joined. Yes. Yes. Totally agree. Well, sweet. Well, let's wrap this thing Love up. It. Uh go to flycoolshit.com slash merch to buy some shirts. Um boy, I can't think of anything else, guys. Let's put a bow tie oh, on this man. thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, last right. thing, just congrats again to Shad and everyone that volunteered at Nationals because yes. it was yeah. it was really an outstanding event this year. So well said. Shad did great, but he also had a lot of really great people volunteering working with him. So to all of them, hats off. I can already teamwork. tell next year is going to be better. Yeah, teamwork makes the dream work. You know, not to be yeah. cheesy, but uh, the volunteers and and everybody that that puts the hard work in really makes or breaks an event. So absolutely, hats off to all you guys. All right, without further ado, right. we're out of here. Talk to y'all next week. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 